0: Good morning, good morning, and happy Wednesday from the farm. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Soil, where we get to talk story about topics related to the farmers and ranchers that are using hydroponic practices to grow the crops and creatures we need to eat. And I am your host, Shawnee Alfalfa Seed. Thank you for being with us on this beautiful morning. We are tweaking our sprout mix just a little bit, and it's looking awesome. So I can't wait to see how well it's received with these girls. Today, I wanted to talk more about the advantages of hydroponic fodder. I got the opportunity years ago when I was at university in Hawaii to work with new farmers that were first learning about hydroponics and how it could be advantageous for them how could they use it what did they want to do with it one of the first farmers that approached us was this guy named Ed Otsuji and uh, he said you know I was interested in aquaponics I want to use fish to grow plants so I can better compete in the marketplace and my professor said hey we're gonna go visit Mr. Otsuji at his four acre farm and I kind of chuckled inside a little bit and he goes, yeah, it's this large farm on the side of a volcano. And I, I said, large farm? Um, four acres is like a garden back home you know, in Colorado. And my professor looked at me and he explained to me, he goes, you know, a lot of us here don't have the luxury of having that much space. And the farmers there were interested in finding these alternative solutions because there were these huge advantages that I was just learning about. The biggest two that I got to learn about were how this farmer was growing almost as much food as farms 10 times his size because of his farming practices and he was using a lot less water to do it. And he came across this because he was adopting these different hydroponic practices. For him, he was growing aquaponics. He had some tilapia and was selling watercress and was very successful with selling Japanese vegetables. What was neat was that he didn't have to spend a lot of time doing whatever it is that he needed to do. And once he got this aquaponic system, uh, I got to see how well he was able to use time. And he spent a lot of his time um, being able to spend it on the farm rather than doing work. So I thought today would be a good time to talk more about the water savings and land sparing potentials of hydroponic fodder. And you are going to get sick of me, but I am going to just keep bringing this up over and over and over again. All of us hydroponicists will rave about these things. We have voices now in the fodder world that are finally speaking up on popular platforms and coming out and showing us the science from these companies that are making profits by helping farmers get better products out to people and allowing them to protect the planet. There's companies out there like Hydrogreen, Renaissance Ag, and Fodder Tech, and they're all talking about it. So what they're showing is that the industry is starting to adopt. So I'm very excited to see these cattlemen adopting this stuff. And I am here to say, let's keep feeding this fodder to our livestock. And I'm here to advocate for our chickens. Now, as this show grows, I am going to start bringing in other guests, other voices in the industry so we can hear some of the perspectives and get the chance to ask them some of those burning questions that we may have. And the plan is to break up some of those conversations throughout the week with some commentary front and back of the guest perspectives. I'll be able to tell you a lot more as I'm hearing back from those people that have shown interest you. Let others know why they should listen to the show too. Today, I will talk about those two main things, the water savings and land savings potentials of using hydroponics to feed our livestock. Water savings are the biggest thing that I talk about. I love water. It's one of the favorite aspects of talking about hydroponics. And we have seen across the board a 90% savings within the industry. Farmers growing hydroponics for produce and growing produce for livestock, or growing food for livestock. I guess we don't grow produce for livestock. so we've differentiated that word. Uh, they've all shown though, that there's significantly less water. They're using significantly less water than going into the field. And that is because the plants are able to utilize that water as efficiently as possible. And the water isn't lost to the environment. It's not lost mostly to evaporation and to the runoff that can occur. There's episodes on alfalfa that point out some of these comparisons about the water savings potentials. So I brought up in those episodes that alfalfa uses just over 3,000 gallons of water to produce one ton, whereas in the field you're using over 18,000 gallons. And we tend to talk in acre feet, so those numbers are quite small when we're talking about acre feet, but 3,000 gallons is even smaller. Well, another way we could say that is that hydroponic alfalfa is using about 2% of an acre foot or compared to 20% of an acre foot. Or we could say it's a drop versus a bathtub full. Or we could just keep it simple at 90%. It's easier to use percentages rather than be so silly. The other advantage of hydroponic fodder is its land saving potentials? How much land are we sparing by using hydroponic practices instead of traditional soil methods? And ironically, it's near 90% as well. Wait, sorry, not coincidentally, it's near 90% as well. I think Lannis Morissette messed us all up a while ago. But companies like Hydrogreen and the research that they've done in Alberta show us how much land we are able to save. Hydro Green and the researchers and farmers that did the work were able to grow a ton of hydroponic barley on 400 square feet. 400 square feet is like a two car garage. It's not very much space. In comparison, if we grew that same amount of barley in the field, we're looking at about a third of an acre, especially if we use the USDA average of about one, uh, sorry, three tons per one acre. And I've heard recently that they've been able to improve upon that one ton per 400 square feet, which is awesome because it shows how much advancement we're making in such a short amount of time. I like to think of that as another way we're using 1% of an acre versus 33% of an acre. Historically, and even today, we're seeing these huge advantages of hydroponics and we get to hear more and more how hydroponics is helping farmers feed their livestock and allowing them to use a lot less water and a lot less land so it's time for us to continue having this conversation and get louder and find ways farmers can take advantage of these practices so do listen to other previous episodes for some of those suggestions but that is all i have for us on this wednesday morning if you've enjoyed this or any of the other previous episode leave a review Let others know why they should listen too. If you'd like to learn more about how hydroponic fodder helps farmers save water, improve livestock quality and become better stewards, get yourself a copy of my book over at thinkingoutsidethesoil.com. All I need is your address and I will rush you a copy within a week. Don't forget as a special listener, there are some links below in the comment box Get yourself some of our Blooming Health Blend sprouting mix and some of the goodies from the affiliate links that helps support what we do here. Take care and have a lovely day. Hey, before you go, check out the links below. Leave me a rating and review and follow the show. Don't forget to get yourself some of our Blooming Health blended sprouting mix. Our mix has been shown to get the best eggs and create the healthiest flocks. With feed costs going up, right now's the time to lock in a subscription so that you can get the best eggs without having to go to the grocery store or the feed store anymore. Check out the links below to get yourself some Blooming Health blended sprouting mix.